In this episode of What the Prophets Say, you're going to be challenged to elevate your thinking and you're going to find out that it's actually you who sets your value, not God. So tune in, listen to this conversation with Emma Stark and Sam Robertson and find out how you can change your thinking and then change your life. Hello and welcome to this episode of What the Prophets Say with Emma Stark and Sam Robertson, the Celtic duel today. We are going to be hearing the word of the Lord, prophesying and talking about some good things, telling some family stories as well that illustrate the point that we want to get across uh, in this short but powerful and truth-packed episode and conversation across the table. Um, so how are you doing today, Emma, with I your am, cold coffee? You do, I am literally slurping cold coffee. It's been sat there for a while. It has been sat there for a while. I'm telling myself this is what I wanted. It's iced coffee. I, it's iced coffee. Yeah. Uh, that is a lie. It is freezing cold today in Scotland. Uh, freezing. The last thing you want is an ice to drink. Oh dear, absolutely. I think it was down to four degrees. Yeah, it was cold. When I got into the car this morning. Not nice. So, no, not, no. I had to I had to scrape my windscreen yesterday. Oh, did you? Yes, yesterday morning because of how early I got into it. I thought this is not scra- oh, scraping the ice off it. I thought that's a ice. shock. Yes. Shock to the system. And never quite being able to get the car windscreen clear oh. because of all the steam. It's hot and cold and hot yeah. and cold. <laughs> That's why that's why driving in winter in Scotland is chaos. <laughs> Actually, one of my American friends said to me, I don't know how you cope because your cars are permanently dirty yeah. because of the kind of wet, damp, muddy roads. Come to Scotland. Come to Scotland. Yeah, our wet, damp, muddy, slushy roads. <laughs> and have your car. They're always dirty. Yeah. Yes. Although, to be fair, that might have been looking just at my car and getting into my car where I'm not great at look, cleaning it. There's enough in my life. There's without, enough in your life. There is enough There's without enough going, life. oh, man, is the car Deal clean? The car. Yes. But totally. you're quite fastidious about your car. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am but a bit. You're a boy racer. I am a bit. I like my car and I like it to be shiny and clean. Yeah, I actually refuse to sit in the front seat beside you. I'll only sit in your back seat because I don't want to see how fast the car in I've front got better. approaches the windscreen. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, but I can't help man. it. Yes. And my Peter is so um, desperate to start his driving lessons. And oh, I just I think, I don't know that I can cope with that. I'm going to have to hide, send his daddy out to yeah, teach him. Not you go out. I no. don't think I could. Or oh, actually, you could teach him. I'll teach him. Good. Yes. It's a deal. I'll teach him. <laughs> oh, no. No. And, you know, you'll have me on my knees in intercession the whole time. He can, he can practice in my car. Oh, my. Okay. Right, my friends. This is important. Psalm 23, verse 7. Mm. Can I test you, Sam? Have you memorized that one? Oh, it's or, not Sam. It's Proverbs. No, no, We're no. It's Proverbs. I was going to say. Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Okay, you don't actually have a Bible open in front of you, I but don't. we did look it up beforehand. We did look up beforehand. So it's not that you have the whole Bible memorized, no. but work on that, Sam. That, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> that's that the goal. is the goal. Okay, Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks, so he is. My friends, do you see what this means? You are what you think. We think we are what we eat, but we are (laughs) what we think. Therefore, and here is the absolute shaking, shocking thought, God cannot set your value. Who, as you think, so you are. are. Yeah, he's empowered you to do that. That is mind-blowing. It is. God can say all sorts of amazing things about mm. you, 
But if you don't take that on board, you dictate who you are by your choice of how you think. Absolutely. That's terrifying. Totally. Totally. That that, that God doesn't just intervene and and give us some other thoughts. Mm. No, as you think, so you are. Now, the problem is that you tend to and I'm pointing my finger at you, you tend to set your entire self-esteem according to your previous day's sin. Mm -hmm. You think you are the sum total of your errors. Mm -hmm. You think you are the sum total of your misdemeanors. And Satan is really happy with you there. Because you are so below God's thoughts about you. And of course, we know, you know, God says, my, my, your thoughts are not my thoughts. My thoughts are far above. It's terrifying, isn't it, mm, Sam? Totally. Uh, yeah. And, and I think we wrongly think that we can bypass our thought life to change our behavior. And our behavior is a direct outworking of our thoughts. Yes. Who, who we are how we are, what we are, is a result of our thoughts. And yet we try all these behavior modification, habit breaking mm-hmm. uh, systems and processes and actions. And God is like, no, actually, it's your thoughts that I need to change. And I think we are in a day and an age where God is saying your behavior actually has to come up some levels. Your, mm-hmm. your behavior has to change, not just because it's bad but actually the standard the glory of god is here we need to behave in a different way that requires first that we rewire our thoughts and i think that thought of mm. my thoughts are not your thoughts my thoughts are far above i think for me sometimes we think well i'll just never think like god mm. and actually god that, that i think that is an invite that particular verse into a higher way of thinking my thoughts are not your thoughts They're far above, therefore come up higher and think as I do. It's an invitation. Come up into my thoughts. Come up where I am. And that's why then in the New Testament, continually we see, you know, we are raised up with Christ. We are seated in the heavenly places. And that 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 verse i think is is not just saying well you're never going to think like me it's recognizing that your instincts aren't to think like god but we must then live a life that comes up higher to be immersed in how he thinks it, it really this podcast episode is an invitation to your thinking it is it's an invitation to your thinking i have two um little plaques around where I put my makeup on in the morning and one of them is is years old and it's a little Roald Dahl the children's uh, book writer thought that I got actually I got it in some woman's clothes shop and and my daughter and I got one each and it says um, uh, if you think good thoughts you will always look lovely wow if you think good thoughts, I think it actually says, if you think good thoughts, they will always shine out of you and you will always look lovely. Yeah. And I thought, Roald Dahl, I wonder whether you read that scripture verse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know that I can quite confess what the other one says. No. My other little plaque that says, 
It is better to arrive late than to arrive ugly. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. On either side, yes. Balanced out. Let, let's stick with the old dad yeah. one. That's more scriptural. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, somebody bought that for me in, um, in Sweden when I was ministering. Very funny. Um, anyway, I don't know whether they thought I was late or what, what the what, deal what was, was that I, they but, required that to, to yeah. be given as a gift. Too but funny. here's the problem, my friends. Do not lower your self-esteem to your current situation. Wow, there's a word. Do not lower yourself to your previous sin. Mm -hmm. Do not assume that where you are right now is a reflection of your life. Mm. Don't do Do it. it. Wow. And so I think women, I'm going to talk directly to you, although men, you can learn from this too. You have a responsibility to stand in front of the mirror and say, I am beautiful. Yeah. Force it. Mm-hmm. Force the decree out of your mouth so that you can become that. It's not, can I get plastic surgery and then I'll be beautiful? Can I put on makeup and I'll be beautiful? No, No. you state that as a man thinks, so he is. Can, oh, I'm going to push this. Can we equate ugly looking because there was ugly thinking first? Can you actually shift, oh, I'm pushing things now, as a man thinks, so he is. Mm. Literally, if you think beautifully, you are beautiful. And we put it the other way around in our fallenness. Yes. If I change my behaviour, if I change this, you know, about my face, if I change this about my weight, about my stature, then hopefully my internal world will change. And it never happens. Wrong so we start continually yes. go round and round and nothing actually changes inside. Let me push this into some some warfare situations. Satan will not war you on your current estimation of yourself, Satan will go to war on what God says you are. Satan will see in the spirit your potential. He will see your future. Uh, He will understand the color that you are uh, in terms of your mantle given by God, the shape of what you are in the spirit and who you're supposed to be. He will understand the glory of your call And he will war you over that. That is why your warfare can feel overwhelming because Satan is warring who you are supposed to be so that you are contained, whereas you don't overcome in the warfare because you are stuck in as a man thinks so he is. And you must now see who you are. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am the head and not the tail. I am a world changer. I am, I am, I am. So when Satan wars you on who you are supposed to be, you are equipped to deal with it. And it is why warfare often feels draining. Um, And actually, warfare is a compliment. Warfare is (laughs) is Satan paying you a compliment. It is not happening to you. It is happening because of Of who God says says you you are. 
wow. And that whole thing is about shifting us out of a place of insecurity. We continually battle with insecurity. We continually battle with that self-loathing, with that yeah. sense of, well, I'm not this and I'm not that and maybe I am, but maybe I'm not. And we give ground then to the warfare. We give space to that because of our thoughts. And God is saying, look, you need a supernatural infusion infusion of my transforming power yeah. in your thoughts and in your inner world. But you've also got to start to be intentional about thinking better. You've yes. got to be quick. And actually, it does look like sometimes saying out loud, no, Sam, that's not a good thought about yourself. Yes. No, don't think like that about yourself. Yes. Come on, that's not healthy to 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 have that in your head uh, about where you're going or, or to react in that sort of way. And do you know what? Yes, you need other people to call you out. Yes, you need the spirit to call you out for poor thinking. You actually need to be good at calling yourself out for poor thinking. So you recognize it, you change it, and you elevate then how you think, which then elevates how you appear. Now, I'm not a shepherd. No comment. <laughs> I'm not an instinctive pastor, although I do lead a church. Um, but anyway, let's not have that conversation. Yeah. So I am not telling you this as a shepherd. Oh, there, there, feel there, better yeah. about you. No, 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 no. What I am, why I am telling you this is, I want you to defeat Satan Come on. in the nations. We need you to defeat Satan in the nations. By all means, yeah. have a demonic free house. As a man thinks, so he is. By all means, enjoy the nurture of getting your thinking right. But my word, I want you to be one yeah. who thinks about the accuracy of who God has made you to be, that you may increase the kingdom. Mm, yes, it's unto something. This is not just about me feeling totally. good for feeling good's sake. No, it's about me resolving some issues so that I can then be a transforming, Absolutely. destroying force in the world. Yes, Yes. So, do you know, this? we were um, uh, on a boat um, during the summer holidays. Uh, the family, we'd hired a, um, a boat to go sailing in. And, um, of course, we were right on top of each other. There were six of us, the, uh, my dad and, and the family of five. And my boys, 14 and 16, you know, they're getting grumpy and uh, irritating <laughs> each other um, in, in a contained space. And I so say to them, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just teenagers, yeah, isn't it? Totally. So I was saying to them, Elevate, elevate. I want you to elevate your thinking. So I said to them, I will reward the one who is the most elevated. So I hear this conversation. What does mummy mean? What does elevated behaviour look like? They, you know, they, and they're wrestling with because now they want cash. Yeah. They want a financial they want reward. Money. They yeah. want money. And I said, I will reward them. So they, they come back. They're wheeler dealers. Peter. How worth my while is it to elevate my behaviour, mummy? What is the cash prize? <laughs> so cheeky. <laughs> so, so I don't even bother to yeah. tell them it's going to be worth your while. So we cycle down, we hire bikes and we cycle down to the, the beach. And Samuel, the youngest, um, is screeching in dramatic, over-the-top, Samuel-formed extrovert pain because he's got sand between his legs cycling his bike there's a whole drama and he's drawing attention now normally his big brother would be like don't you be so don't you you stop know moaning. stop moaning yeah, don't you're, you're so, you're so <laughs> extrovert because he does say to him you're so extrovert you're so extrovert Peter says how did I get put in a family where I'm the only non-extrovert <laughs> <laughs> so anyway Love and it. I watched him because now he's thinking I'm going to be rewarded for being elevated. And it's like I watch it. I'm cycling behind them. We're all cycling in swimsuits, can I say? It's not a glamorous no. look. And um, I watch 
Peter. And he's got this thought of how can I elevate myself? Uh-huh. And he goes and he's, he shouts. It wasn't very loving, but it's half loving. He shouts at his brother, stop cycling, because obviously it's hurting his thighs. And he grabs his hand, very dangerous, and he just cycles the rest of the journey. Pulling him along. Pulling him along. And it was this moment of the challenge to elevate brought something totally different out in him. Now, I did get, I did say, that's the most elevated behaviour I've seen from you. And of course, then he glees, what's the price? (laughs) I'm stuck in a boat. You can have a can of Coke. So um, anyway, but it's the challenge. And I want to challenge you like I challenged my boys. What does elevated thinking look like for you where actually your behavior changes, you win your warfare, you overcome because as you think, so you are. And if you think you are victorious, you become victorious. If you think you are beautiful, you become beautiful. If you think you are valuable, you become valuable. If you think you are gifted, you Actually utilize the gifting of God that is given to you without revoke. Come on, as a man thinks, so he is. Elevate yourselves, yeah. my friends. <laughs> yeah, you don't need another self-help book. Oh, dear. You don't need more coaching. No. You actually often don't need more training, though it has its place. You need to know what it is to elevate your thinking. You need to know what it is to change your thinking. And as a result, your behavior, your actions, how you steward yourself, and where you go changes as well. God cannot set your value. You set that by your own thoughts. Ooh, Ooh, I will leave you with that happy thought. And I bless you to warfare yourself into your most victorious and useful place. Yeah. There says the prophet, not the shepherd. (laughs) See you again next time on What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark and Sam Robertson. Thank you for listening to another episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. You clearly ooze stamina. May I gently encourage you to jump over to our website, propheticscots.com, where you can download my e-course, The Prophetic Warrior, nine highly interactive sessions that will equip and train you to hear the voice of God with ease. Make sure that you subscribe and like and share this podcast. You don't want to miss all the things we have coming up for you.